there is no money in protecting your children at American public schools. Not in Oklahoma. There's no money in it. That's how come your state leaders don't give a fuck and mysteriously absent. Have you seen them anywhere? Of course you haven't. Because that's not where the money is. Defending the kids. There's no interest in that because there's no money in it. But there's a lot of money in Armin the Maniac, who's planning a mass shooting in Oklahoma right now. He didn't have the gun yet. He'll, he'll buy it like the day before the mass shooting and then stroll right down the street, walk in wherever he's going and kill everybody. And your leaders don't care. There's no money in it. Because it doesn't pay. Doesn't put any money in their pocket. I'll say it one more time. There is absolutely zero dollars in giving a shit about your kids in public schools. That's why Scott Fettgetter, Mark Wayne, Mullen J, what's his Hoff, Langford, Bice, and the whole lot of those fat fucks, they don't care. There's no money in it. Yes, I told you so. I told you they would arm maniacs and then abandon you. Kind of like that pussy Ted Cruz did, you know, when shit got bad in Texas and he tried to sneak off to Cancun. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of pussies you've elected, Oklahoma. Shit goes down, they hide and wait for talking points. Some leader, huh? Hey, it's your pussy. You fucking voted for him. Where are they? Oklahoma kids, your kids, are on their own. There's got to be some changes, hardheads. What you're doing ain't working. Florida has a red flag law of all states, has a a red flag law that we need to take a closer look at. Now, listen carefully. Donald Trump endorsed this law. You forfeit your gun rights if you violate any of these terms based on actual cases, folks. For instance, the woman who meant to commit suicide, and, well, that would have cost her her gun rights, but at the same time, she accidentally shot her boyfriend. Yeah, Take that bitch's gun. The pissed off, fit-throwing, spoiled brat father who threatened to shoot everyone at his son's school, he lost his gun rights. A man who just out of the blue went outside and started shooting his gun into the street to, quote, blow off steam. Take his fucking gun. The mom who brandishes a gun at a bus stop. You lose your guns. In other words, you act like a child, you act like an idiot, you're going to prove to everybody just how immature and irresponsible you are, and you are going to forfeit your fucking gun rights. At least temporarily. The red flag law allows police to ask a judge to temporarily bar people from either possessing or purchasing any firearms and I absolutely agree with the fucking law you act like an idiot you are not responsible enough to have a fucking gun and you're gonna forfeit your fucking rights until your balls drop and you grow up a little bit snot nose you got that all right one way or another it's going down yeah get used to it because there's gonna be some fucking changes around here but don't expect it from your pussy leaders Get over it, titty babies. It's Friday!
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show. I am so happy it is Friday. It's been a long one, has it not? I wanted to go over some of the news here with you. Nothing too dramatic. I wanted to get that shit out of the way so we can just be happy and silly and chit-chat for a while, okay? So, look, let's let's not waste any time. I got all kinds of shit lined up here. Oh, God. We're gonna, I'm not going to bore you with it yet, okay? But I love the royal family. And you know what? I love prince harry and his chick megan uh, in my opinion they're awesome they're the future of fucking him palace okay um and i love it i love it finally buckingham palace has a set of nuts i really love it i really respect harry what he's doing we'll get into that in a little bit first we got to talk about lake mead now that they i'm sure they FBI had to have taken Frank Collada out there and said, hey, look, man, do you know this person? <laughs> Level of Lake Mead just keeps going down, and I guess bodies keep popping up. And like I say, Frank Collada, who's still alive, he'd be a great guy to take out there because, uh, well, if you don't know who Anthony Spilatro and you need to watch the movie Casino with Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci, and that's pretty loose on the facts, but... Um, at least give you an outline of who they were and everything. Frank Collada is still alive, and uh, uh, he was just one of uh, Joe Pesci's henchmen in Casino. But um, I bet he knows a lot of the guys that are... <laughs> Anthony Spilatro, yeah, he buried a lot of people out there, I have no doubt, and he dropped some people in Lake Mead. But anyway, Lake Mead doesn't have water in it. Doesn't have water in it. You know, they have these saltwater purification systems on cruise ships. And I'm wondering, why don't they fire up one of them bitches and fill up Lake Mead? Run a pipeline of water. You're only right next to the biggest fucking ocean in the world. Pacific Ocean. And the sea levels are rising. Didn't you hear that? You'd be doing the world a favor. Bring that shit down an inch or two and fill up Lake Mead. It's going to cost us, though. It ain't going to come for free. I would imagine those purification systems that can actually purify ocean water. When you're on a cruise ship taking a shower, eating, drinking, all that, you're fucking eating and drinking ocean water. Anything that comes out of the sink is ocean water, you know? Man, I bet those systems are high dollar. But plug that shit up, purify some water, fill up Lake Mead and hide Anthony Spilatro's dead friends again. <laughs> Maybe throw in a couple of new ones, huh? Hey, here's a story. You know, retiring from the NBA, your knees are shot, your back's probably damaged, your ankles are blown. I mean, playing basketball, you know, and I, I played minimal in school. I was terrible at basketball, but I got to tell you, I, I you got to know those guys' bodies get broke down. I ran into a list of what retired NBA stars are doing. We loved them 10, 15, 20 years ago. They retired. So we're going to open up the old vault and take a look and see how these guys are doing. It's called... Like I give a shit. That's right. Like I give a shit. Celebrity news updates about celebrities that aren't so celebrity anymore. 
And like I say, uh, today's featured guest is going to be NBA players, retired NBA players to be exact. So let's take a look at this list and see who we're talking about here. What we're talking about, uh, Vin Baker. Remember him? Yeah. Vin Baker. His career with the Celtics earned him millions, but he ran out of dough when, I guess, the body went bad. He retired. He's been a Starbucks manager, but he is now a part-time minister at his dad's church and an assistant coach for the Milwaukee Bucks. Good for you, Vin Baker. Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp, you are the man. Kemp Cannabis. You bet your sweet ass. He is now a cannabis store owner. 14 years under his belt, the NBA. Six-time All-Star, retired in 2003, stepped away from the court opened up his own cannabis shop and a sports bar in Seattle. Celtic star Mark Blount. Is it Blount or Blount? He bought into the Annie Ann's franchise. You're damn right. And you know why he did it? It was his favorite place to eat. He loved the place so much. He took all his money and he invested it. He not only bought into the Annie Ann's franchise... He bought a whole bunch of fucking real estate in Florida and stuff. Oh, he invested. He didn't just go out and blow it. He did something smart with it. And now that money, dividends going to be paying off forever. I don't know how you pronounce his name, but Dan DeCow. It's either Dan DeCow, D-I-C-K-A-U, DeCow, Dan DeCow, DeCow. He's a barber shop owner. Yeah. His career at the NBA didn't last very long, about six years, so he got out of that shit, and he's a barbershop owner. Who gives a fuck? Bryant Reeves, he played his card right. He left the NBA. He was nicknamed Big Country. Remember him? Well, Bryant Reeves has a big old 300-acre ranch right here in Oklahoma, and it's still in operation today. He's a cattle rancher, cattle farmer. Good for you, man. Adrian Dantley. Adrian Dantley, uh, he made the Hall of Fame. Adrian scored 22,500 points in his professional career. In 2010, after making $14 million a year as an NBA star, when he left the NBA, he sat around the house for a little bit, and then he went, ah, fuck this, I want to do something good. He became a crossing guard, a crossing guard for his local school. I love it. Giving back to his community. And finally, Brandon Roy, you know, he had to end his Hall of Fame career due to an injury. Like so many other guys, you know, it's fucking knee problems. He had a couple of doors opened up for him in broadcasting, but he wasn't really that interested in it. So, skip to 2017. Brandon took on a new gig in a field he knew. Basketball. He became a fucking high school basketball coach. Absolutely. Pass on your knowledge. Pass on what you know. That is a great story. He has a 29-0 record at the school he's coaching at, too. I would think... <laughs> That's awesome, folks. That's a feature right here exclusively on the Stand the Joke Man show. Like I give a shit. Like I give a shit. You bet. Now, are you ready for the experience of a lifetime? It's a show you'll never forget. Coming to you exclusive from the UK, it's... Queen Elizabeth.
Christmas 2022 Buckingham Palace Platinum Jubilee. Yeah, I see. I, I guess this is like uh, England's Thanksgiving. You know, I mean, they, Thanksgiving isn't exclusive to America. Every country has had Thanksgiving as far back as God only knows when. Um, but, you know, tomorrow, this weekend is really kind of their celebration, and Queen Elizabeth is having a great big... Being that she's been in charge and running the fucking show for the past 70 years, they decided to turn it into a platinum, a platinum jubilee. And it's a major fucking blowout party, as you can hear. I mean, it sounds just like a ball of fucking fun. <laughs> I swear. Anyway, uh, uh, you know, at the start of the celebration, now I'll go down what all this shit is about. Trust me, we're going somewhere with this. Uh, the first thing that happened... Let me, let me tell you what happens. I mean, this is all for ceremonial bullshit that takes place over in England. It's, it's customary, and it's culture you have to respect, and you have to know. And so Stan the Joke Man is going to, you know, kind of give you the info, but in a more entertaining fashion, okay? Are you ready? Here we go. <laughs> First off, Prince Charles and his bastard son, William, gave somebody else a fucking turn at the keg. And uh, they come out on horseback for the fucking troop inspection. Okay, look, I get, I look, I give it. They both were in the military, and God bless them. I believe they were both in the military. I know William was. Harry was too. Hey, Chuck, we don't need you. Set this one out, you piece of shit. Anyway, the party's gonna last all weekend. Now, here, here is what I want to talk about. Okay, because I'm a big fan of Harry and Meghan. Okay. Now, you'll look up in the fucking palace and you'll see the balcony and the queens up there standing there. She looks like a bicycle flag in the wind. She's so fucking drunk. They were playing quarters until like 5 o'clock this morning. And um, anyway, uh, she's standing there watching. Only working members of the royal family get a watch from the balcony. Okay? Only working members of the royal family. All right? Everybody else... Gotta take your fucking bag chairs and set out in the yard to watch this shit. Now that means something. Let me say it again. Only working members of the royal family get a watch from the balcony. Here are the people that have been excluded from watching from the balcony. Now this is Queen Elizabeth. She was real specific about this. Hey, don't let these fuckers up here on the balcony to watch this fucking dumbass parade. Okay, I don't give a shit if they run out to catch candy and shit from the floats. That's fine. But here's the list of people I better not see on the balcony. Queen Elizabeth has excluded the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Because according to Queen Elizabeth, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex sucks ass, and their names are Harry and Meghan. They're excluded, yeah. Yeah, because they wanted to get their own fucking apartment and not live in the fucking palace. They wanted to live somewhere else, Queenie. You don't have to get pissed off that Harry didn't want to live the life that was laid out for him. You understand that? It's his fucking life. It's his decision. And if he wants to wipe his dick off at the family crest, so be it. It doesn't mean anything to him. The only family that's important to him is his wife and his kids, which is how it's supposed to be. I love Harry. He's got convictions. He puts his family before everything. 
He's a real man, and he's a real dad. Kind of hot fucking wife, too, man. Woo! Us redheads are good at getting hot wives, aren't we? Fuck yeah, mine's spicy. Woohoo! I love her. They called her little Napoleon in the Air Force. Yeah. Anyway, um, she's tough as shit. Here's who else is not allowed on the balcony with Queenie. Queenie's going to be up her doing lines of coke off the rail, and she is not going to be sharing any airspace with the Duke of York. He's not going to be there. Guess who the Duke of York is? Yeah, the Duke of Pork, Prince Andrew. <laughs> what are you doing here shouldn't you be out driving around schoolyards with jeffrey epstein and donald trump you fucking piece of shit yeah prince andy don't you dare show your ass on that balcony isn't this good shit the royal family has finally livened it up some i'm having a blast all right, here, here we go. Hold on, hold on. We got some more here. We got some more. Uh, the Duke of Edinburgh has not... Duke of Edinburgh has been excluded. Well, of course he's been excluded. What, you want a rotting corpse? Why would you even think that you might think that you'd want Prince Philip anywhere around you, Queen Elizabeth? He's only been dead since April of 2021, a year and a month. Did you really think about having him up on the balcony in that last minute? You know what? Put the Duke of Edinburgh down. I don't want one of these dumb shit part-time, that you know, one of these fuckers we got from the temp agency. I don't want one of them thinking it's a good idea to bring Prince Philip in here. You know, <sighs> flies and maggots would be an issue and fucking smell would just be god awful but um hey you can make it a weekend at phillips i mean i'm just throwing out ideas you know i mean dress him up in his fucking that that colonel in chief of the rifles outfit that he always fucking wore the one that he had been wearing since world war ii yeah i bet that fucker's never been washed <laughs> I guarantee you, that son of a bitch in uniform had shit stains in it all the way from back when Churchill walked in and went, hey, pack your shit. The Luftwaffe is flying over, bombing the city. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there was fucking evidence in the ass crack of those pants. Oh, my God. That's Anyway, put him in that shit. Give him a ride around in that royal carriage, you know. You have a puppet string thing on his hand, so it looks like he's waving. And you got a pair of fucking Ray-Bans on his head and shit. There you go. Um, why would they put Prince of e or Duke or Pork or whatever the fuck he is of Edinburgh on the list? There's no way Queen Elizabeth expected him to show up, did she? They are fucking crazy. You know, they say right before he died, Prince Philip, um, he handed over. Of course, he did it before he died. He didn't do it after he fucking died. I would imagine he knocked out a couple of errands before he passed away. It would have been really neat had he done this shit after he died and he was the one responsible. That'd be really cool. Um, hey, neat trick, Phil. Uh, Prince Philip, he uh, passed his title over to the Duchess of uh, Cornhole, Cornwall, Cornwall. And that, of course, would be a Camille, Chuck's main squeeze. 
So uh, the Duchess of uh, Cornhole, Chuck's wife, that'd be Prince Charles, um, I guess she is now the Colonel Chief of the Rifles. Colonel and Chief of the Dildos, too, I hear. So there you go. Have a good time if you're heading to the UK this weekend for Queen Elizabeth's 2022 Platinum Square Dance Jubilee, whatever the hell it is. Sounds like a lot of fun. Not really. Um, I want to say one more thing. Speaking of relationships and family bonds and everything like this, I'm not talking about my family, but I am talking about some really good friends of mine, Greg and Tara. They have a son, Rhett, who's getting married this weekend. Rhett's a great guy. Rhett, boy, he's a hard-working Oklahoma man. One of them jack-of-all-trades. He can fix damn near anything you put in front of him. He is a classic Oklahoman. Country boy. And in my opinion, country boys are the salt of the earth. But the point is, I bring up Rhett because he's getting married this weekend. And he knew I was a former reverend. He knew I'd married a lot of couples over the years. And he came to me for advice. Rhett came to me for advice and he goes, Stan, I've, I've got a problem. I'm, I'm in love with three different women. Just a little while back, you know, a few few months ago. But he said, I'm, I'm in love with three different women. And I don't know how the hell I'm going to decide who to marry. I don't know which way is up. I don't know who to choose. I don't know what to think anymore. I don't know who to talk to. That's why I'm here. And I said, well, wait a minute. Calm down, Red. It's all right. Three women, huh? And he told me about the three ladies. And I said, look, Red, I've got a great idea. I want you to try something for me, okay? I said, Rhett, give each one of those ladies a thousand bucks and just see how they spend it. That should that should give you some kind of an idea of what kind of person you're dealing with. It should at least maybe help a little bit in your decision. And I was pleasantly surprised. He took my advice to give each one of them a thousand bucks. I'll just call them woman one, woman two, woman three. Woman one. She went out and she spent the entire thousand bucks on Rhett. Woman two went out and spent half the money on Rhett and half the money on herself. The third gal spent a little bit of money on Rhett but put the rest back in the bank for their future. And just by pure chance, I was at the grocery store and I bumped into Rhett and I said, Hey man, did you do it? And he goes, Yeah. And we're standing right over there by the damn grapes. Dave was stocking the produce section. I said, so tell me, man, I can't wait. Who did you decide to marry? Rhett looked over his shoulder, made sure nobody was within earshot, and looked at me and said, the one with the biggest tits. <laughs> and I said, good choice, Rhett. <laughs> Amen. Bailey. Rhett, old Stan the Joke Man, the Reverend, wishes you nothing but the best, kids. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man show. We are a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon, right here on Amazon and Spotify. Follow my show. Hit that follow button and like it, please. We will be back here on Monday at high noon. Have a wonderful weekend out there. Put some pressure on your local leaders to actually get off their fat fucking asses and do something for the constituents here in this state. And I will see you on Monday, high noon. Until then, my friends, adios, amigos, vaya, can Dios.
So much more.